Welcome, welcome, beautiful people. You are tuned into another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. In this space, every single week, I acknowledge a Black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for showing up and showing out. And this week's creative is Eighth Stone. The founder and CEO of Eighth Stone is Burl Bernstein. She's located in Northern California in the Stockton area. She is responsible for these fabulous custom creative things for the heart and the home. If you need custom decorations for a party, invitations, custom designs and signs to create your home, an even more homier home, Yes, I said home of your home. Head on over to Instagram and follow her at 8th Stone. The number 8-T-H-S-T-O-N-E. And if you're ready to hop into this conversation just like I am, let's do it. Today, we are going to be talking about friendship and how important that is in life. When God created us, He said, it is not good for man to be alone. And so he created other folks for our enjoyment and for relationship building. Today, we're going to be talking about friendships and how to identify healthy and unhealthy friendships within your life. Now, let's rewind it back and take it all the way to kindergarten. So if you remember your first best friend, in elementary school, this is the person that probably looked like you. For me, I, I befriended all the little black girls <laughs> that looked like me. We had commonalities. We had similarities. We liked a lot of the same thing. So, hey, this is my friend. This is who I get along with. This person understands me. Talking about this person understands me at five and six. Ciao. This person understands me in a sense to where we can get along and have a good time. Now, it works. That kind of friendship works. And for those who have found your best friend in kindergarten or in the first grade, at a young age, you are blessed. God bless you. And may the Lord strengthen your friendship. However, for those of us that do not have that testimony, it is important to understand that That kindergarten mindset doesn't always last forever. What happens if your best friend changes or you change? This person goes this way and then you go a whole nother way. Then the friendship and relationship gets interrupted. And that happened to me. I had a really dear friend of mine. We grew up together from from maybe five to six years old throughout our teen years. And once we got into high school, our friendship started to be rocky. We never fell out, never had an argument, but we started to grow in two completely different directions. Things and activities that she participated in, I wasn't participating in. The stuff that I was involved in, she was not involved in. And so our relationship started to shift and separate. This was a very tragic moment in my life because I had a friend for maybe 16 years. We were really good friends and I felt that I was losing her. Once God took her from me, 
and other friends from me, I felt so alone. Like, God, all right, you didn't snatch all, all my people from me. What am I supposed to do now? I feel lonely. I feel like I am uncovered, vulnerable, scared. Because to be honest, our friends give us a sense of security. And what happens when God takes that security away? I begin to develop a relationship with God further and deeper because he isolated me and I had no choice but to trust what he was doing. Actually, I did have a choice. I could have gave up and fell out and had a pity party and was like, God, forget all of this. But I chose to just sit in the season that he had me in. And so feeling friendless God actually gave me a friend. And for those of you who know my best friend, her name is Taylor. And God gave her to me and she wasn't saved when he gave her to me. She was, she was wilding. It's all right though. But she did not have a personal relationship with God. She knew who God was. She went to church. She was familiar with all of that, but she did not know who God was. And she was just a friend to me in high school. We weren't best friends at this time, but she was a friend to me and God put her in position and aligned her with me. So one day our relationship would get stronger. I'm going to tell you the story. And so being her friend, I understood that she had great qualities as what we know as a friend. If you needed her, she was there. If you needed money, she got you. If you needed a ride, she had you. These were things that she did for people and Sometimes we get that confused. Just because someone does things for you does not mean they're good for you. But God had other plans for her. One day, she accepted the Lord as her savior and was running for him ever since. Taylor and I were acquaintances and she was she was a homegirl to me. But she wasn't my best friend. But once she accepted the Lord in her life, there was a shift in our relationship. What I identify as a friend, and this is for all my friends, and y'all know who y'all are. I ain't finna start calling no names now. People that I have in my life are those that can pray for me when I'm down, fast with me when I'm weak, that can correct me when I'm wrong, that keeps me accountable in my walk with God. And if you can't keep me accountable with my relationship with the father, sorry, you cannot occupy the term friend in my life. Well, some may be saying, dang, Kendra, that was that was kind of mean. <laughs> but it is so important that we have folks in our lives that pushes us towards our destiny and that are not stumbling blocks. Now, I want to break it down to you so Get you a pen, get you a pencil, pull out your notepad on your phone. There is a difference between a friend and a homeboy or a homegirl. Yep, there is a friend and then there is a homie. Your homie is not linked to your destiny. And if you give them or mistake them as a friend, they can become fatal to your purpose. Let me say it again. A homie cannot be linked to your destiny. If you give them the title or 
the responsibility of being your friend, they can become fatal to your purpose. And what do I mean about that? The Bible teaches us in Proverbs chapter 22, verses 24 and 25. Don't befriend angry people or associated with hot tempered people, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. It is so dangerous to be around folks that are not aligned with God's purpose for your life. And I ain't really got to break it all the way down because you can understand. And, and let me give you a little checklist to see if this is a friend or if this is a homie. These kind of people will pacify your bad behaviors. So if you are addicted to something, if let's say if you want to stop drinking, if you want to stop smoking, if you want to quit giving in to sexual temptation, these folks would say, you know what? You grown, you go have your fun, you do you, and I'm actually supply you with what you need. If they reinforce things that are keeping you away from God, and if they encourage behavior that you're trying to stop, these are folks that are going to be standing in your way. Another thing about a homie is they don't hold you responsible. So things that I know I need to be corrected on and checked in love. And I said in love, because when you check folks, check them in love. They will refuse to do that. They will also get offended once there is a change in your life. So if you say, you know what? I want to quit doing these things. So I'm completely out this Friday night. Y'all can have fun. I'm going to do something different. They'll catch a fence. Well, how come you all want to do this with me? Well, what's the real reason why you didn't want to do this? And it's because you are stretching yourself outside of what's normal and they can't handle that. And they're only down with you as long as they benefit and as long as you're doing the same thing that they're doing. I encourage y'all don't give this type of power to someone that can't handle the call of God on your life. It is so important to check the circle that you're around. And it's it's one thing if you have someone that is living a certain way and you're living a whole different way. If you're living for Christ and they aren't at that place in their life yet, you can be a friend to them, but they don't necessarily have to be your friend to you. You can show them love, you can be encouraging, and you can have limits and boundaries but however, they're not able to extend that sort of friendship to you. Now, how I do things, I surround myself with folks that are in places where I want to one day be in. I gravitate towards people that are a little bit more older than me because I see things that they're doing that I want to one day do. And so I align myself with these kind of folks so they can pull me towards greater things. Ask yourself, the folks that you call friends, do they pull you towards a better career, encourage you to continue in school? What do they add to you? Name five things that they add to you and not things that they do for you, but what are five things that they add to you? That is your homework. And then also we need to evaluate ourselves and the friendships in our lives, how do we add to other folks? 
So that is your homework assignment. Five things that your friends add to you and five things that you add to them. And leave out the things that you do for them and the things that they do for you. Because friendships are really oftentimes dependent on things that we do for each other. But it's not just actions. You can do stuff for me and still be a bad influence. You can do stuff for me and still be dead weight in my life. So let's do some evaluation. There is a scripture that I really love and that I exercise quite often when I refer to friendships. It's Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 through 14. And it says, two are better than one because they have a good turnout for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity to anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they'll keep warm. But how can you keep warm if you're alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands cannot be easily broken. This is the kind of friend that you want in your corner. Somebody that can help you up when you fall. And I love verse 12. And when you read verse 12, it talks about standing back to back with your friend. I need somebody that can fight in the spiritual realm for me. If you can't fight, if you can't have my back and cover me, then I cannot extend the title of a friend to you. Now that we've had this conversation, I really hope that we're able to evaluate the relationships within our lives. If they're good, if they're healthy they're beneficial or if they're fatal if we have folks that are really stopping our destiny that are killing our purpose and that are keeping us stagnant and complacent in one spot now we're going to enter into the people's prayer father we thank you so much for your goodness and your kindness and your mercy we thank you god for being the perfect example of what a real and true friend is God, I'm praying that after this message that we're able to evaluate good friends versus folks that are fatal to our lives. God, I just want to thank you and bless you for those that have beautiful relationships and friendships with people that build them up and push each other towards you. God, we thank you for those examples in the world. And God, for those who need folks in their lives like that, someone to stand back to back with them, just like Ecclesiastics 4 and 12 says, to stand back to back and fight for them in the spirit. God, I pray that you exit fatal people out of their lives and that you bring in true friendship. God, we thank you so much for the beauty of, of friendship that we have to experience here on earth. And God, for the rest of the week, God, I pray that you teach us how to love one another, how to be kind, how to be just, how to be holy when we interact. And God, until the next time, I I pray that you keep us and cover us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. If you have enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to share this with a friend 
or a homie, <laughs> whomever it is that you know that needs to hear this message, go ahead and share it with them so they can share a bit of encouragement themselves. Until next time, beautiful people, be blessed. Be blessed.